Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, Eric Bischoff here, and have you heard about Strictly Business? Strictly Business is a brand new weekly series exclusively on adfreeshows.com. Join me and my co-host John Alba every Tuesday as we take a deep dive into the business of the professional wrestling business. And this is some straight up business talk here, no fanboy nonsense. We discuss television contracts, advertising, licensing, and of course, the highly debated ratings. So if you want an unfiltered, brutally honest, anti-fanboy understanding of the professional wrestling industry, well, Strictly Business is the series for you. And hey, if Elon Musk likes my tweets, and he did, you're going to love Strictly Business. Sign up now. And listen at adfreeshows.com. Jim Crockett Promotions presents Ric Flair's Last Match, July 31st at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. StarCast Weekend in Nashville, bringing wrestling companies together for one of the most unique cards ever assembled. Main evented by Ric Flair's Last Match. Tickets are on sale right now at rickflairslastmatch.com. And you can catch the show live streaming on pay-per-view and Fight TV for only $34.99. Ric Flair's Last Match. Walk in that aisle one more time for the last time. StarCast is presented in part by ProWrestlingTees.com. T-shirts designed and sold by over 2,500 pro wrestlers. By Lenny Bakken, certified financial planner. And by Powerbomb Pizza, pizza crafted and sold by pro wrestlers. Powerbomb Pizza, powered by Kitsch Data. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to the main event. Welcome to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Jim Crockett for Starcade, 605 NWA. TV title, Cajun Omni, the Bunkhouse Stampede. Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tactics. Turner bought in Mid-South Joy World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotion. Tony and friends what they win, look Shivani's back again. World title split off, center stage, Bischoff. Disney, Hogan, and Nitro, New World Order, and the Crow. Under Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinny Mac, simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch along, try not to laugh, lowest rules, cat back. This wasn't the 
Marshall plan. Tom Zing's a good looking man. Quondike Bill make a chair. Tommy, come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring. And here's your co host. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson. What's up, Candy Lickers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. What you doing? You listening to? What happened with me, your pinch hitter, Cassio, and the one and only, the living legend, Tony Giovanni. Did I nail it? Where did you get that sound effect? You freak. Oh, God. Isn't that what Conrad does? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what he does? God damn! We've subbed one Huntsville dumbass for another. <laughs> Mister Tony Shivani, how are you, sir? Hey, hey Cassio, it's great to be with you. I'm I'm really uh, excited about uh, going to Nashville coming up pretty soon for Starcast and Ric Flair. Incredible! Yeah, uh, looking forward to seeing. Uh, all the people that I like uh, more than that, which. Who is, is that exactly? That would be probably you. And that's about it. <laughs> no, big booty Judy, really. Big booty Judy. Is she, is she going to be there? Yes. Okay. I'll go. get her to run your table. Okay. Very good. <laughs> she don't know anybody else. So she <laughs> happy to do that. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to seeing all the fans. I really am. And it should be a lot of fun doing that last match and looking forward to working with David Crockett again. So uh, StarCast could be a lot of fun in Nashville, uh, and that is coming up uh, oh. coming up the weekend after this one, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like I felt like this was so far in the future it was never going to happen, and now, like you said, we're, we're we're a couple weekends away. Yeah, an incredible lineup, and incre- not just the flare match, which, uh, by the way, the documentary dropping, uh, but. Still, we don't, I mean, we don't even know who's in that match, but the entire lineup is absolutely an incredible lineup in itself. Much less, you've got the Nature Boys last match. Absolutely, the Nature Boys last match, and we've got some uh, great uh, programs. I'm going to be uh, hosting the uh, the Four Horsemen reunion. Oh, incredible. Yeah. With uh, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Barry JJ. Wendell. Barry Wyndham, yeah, and uh, also uh, Lex Luger will be there. Oh. And then, of course, as you said, J.J. Dillon. And can, we, and can we call this? Sorry. that's what, what, Is that crickets? That's crickets when J.J.'s talking. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> you know what? For a second, I'm panicked and thought, wait, did I leave Pornhub <laughs> open on my website or something back there? Don't ask what made cricket noises, but <laughs> I just, I panicked. Okay. I wasn't ready for you to have a soundboard over there. I, I got, got you're, you're rocking and rolling now. I've got all kinds of soundboards. <laughs> yeah. I'd ever tell you, uh, you'll love this story. I think I can't remember if I told you or not, but at uh Starcast in Las Vegas, big booty Judy was there and we went down to the, I call it the gimmick table room where everybody's set up with their meet and greets. And, uh, and Judy, my loving wife looks at me and says, Hey, uh, 
am I supposed to know all these people? And I said, what? You mean the people at the tables? And she goes, no, no, no. Everybody walking around. And I'm like, why do you assume you would know everybody walking around? And she goes, well, they're all champions. They've got wrestling belts around their shoulders. <laughs> I said, no, no. As a matter of fact, whoever's holding a belt is who you don't know for sure. You 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 ruined your opportunity there. You said said yes. Go talk to everybody, get their name. See what faction they're with? Yeah, get their name and here give her a tablet. Say write it down, and make sure you get everybody and remember their names before <laughs> the day is up. She goes, look at all these champions. They're everywhere. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I could explain it to you, but it's not going to make sense. Still, if I told you they went online and bought a belt to be a champion, it's yeah. still not going to make sense. Do you know what that brings up a point that that I've <laughs> that I've thought about a lot? God bless Judy. Yeah, I drag her into these things. You sure do. You sure do. Last time she had to run Billy Gunn's table. I mean, really? wow. Yeah. How about that? She's like, I don't know if this guy's good or not, but he's fucking huge. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, he's he a is. massive man. He gets bigger by the minute. As a matter of fact. Oh, incredible. Yeah. That 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 makes me think of something that I've thought about a lot and get your opinion on it. Back in the day when I first started, it would probably have been uh, a slap in the face of a champion if anybody could buy a belt and walk around with it. Oh, I agree. I think that. Right. And now in this era, because all the promotions want to make money. Yeah. Hell, sell them a belt. Let them be, walk around and be a champion. What's wrong you, with that? Right? Look, you you by far know more people than me, but just the few times I've the privilege I've had to hang out with champions that are actual big time legend champions, Mr. Flair included. Yeah. If you would have said, Hey man, for four hundred bucks I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy big gold yeah. or the ten pounds of gold on the line. Right. And I'm gonna get to carry it around, he'd be like, What are you talking about? Right. Yeah. He'd probably have to slap you and go, no, you're not. Yeah. That's my belt. Right. Johnny Valentine would have shit his pants. Back <laughs> the, the great U.S. champion at Mid-Atlantic back in the uh, the mid-70s. You mean anybody can buy this belt? Well, what the fuck am I doing with it then? <laughs> what do you, I was about to say, do you do you personally think it waters it down? Or is it just no. the day we live in now? It's the day we live in. It doesn't water it down yeah. at all. Because, you know, they are, they are not the real belts because... I mean, they are replicas, right? Right. But it's not the actual one. So, yeah. So I get that. But I mean, yeah, yeah like you said, do you, now we're in the business of all making money. So, yeah, right. We're in the business of marketing and you I mean, can make more money if we sell a replica of your belt. Okay. Yeah. Let's sell them. Well, hell, now, now it's why half the wrestlers create their own belt when they win it. Yeah. When they get the strap, they're like, let me make my own version so I can sell it. Exactly. Like, let's get spinners. Let's get a wooden belt. Let's get whatever. Let's turn it upside down for the Miz. We yeah. can do whatever we want. Right. Right. Yeah. That may, that may in a way water down a belt. If the wrestlers have their own version. Although, Too many versions. Yeah. But I, I did like Scorpio skies, a genie belt. Um, you know, yeah. Named after genie bus and the Lakers colors and everything on there. Cause he's a Southern California guy. So coming, you know, to quote unquote belt marks, you know, they're always going to be upset at any change most of the time. But I, I like the 
it, the subtle changes are good for me. Like you said, change change the strap color or change one of the paint colors on the back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's the same belt. We just got a little different color scheme. I think that's a pretty good move there. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's a that's a good move. And uh, this day and age, you know, things change, man. Things change. The world changes. And there you go. Well, first of all, we're going to get into. Uh, we got a lot to get to. We've got an Ask Tony episode. This is all questions directed to you. But I just wanted to thank you and Mr. Conrad and all the WHW faithful. I, I didn't realize that I was the first pinch hitter on this show ever. Yeah, you were. We uh, Paul Bromwell, Bromwell had actually done a bonus podcast with me, but that wasn't a regular podcast. That's just one for our, for our friends on Patreon who subscribe to Patreon. But you are the first pinch hitter ever. Well, thank you. I'm humbled by that. I'm glad I didn't know that going in. I would have felt more pressure and shit the bed even more than I did. But I mean, I think we, I think we got in the air slow on my side because I didn't know. What I, you know, it's different being a drunk run in with Conrad hosting. Yeah, and I yeah. just come in and sing candy liquor and move on. Right. But uh, last week was uh, was very humbling. I, I appreciate it. Uh, and you know, we ended on accidental cooter, so everything ended fine. And by the way, people have tweeted that, which absolutely amazes. Yeah. Isn't it isn't it amazing? You can just say something like, you know, <laughs> oh, I got tweets. Happy birthday, Cassio. Hope you got some accidental cooters. <laughs> and my wife is going, I don't know what's happening, but I hope you don't. I hope it's scheduled and I know exactly who's involved. <laughs> Please don't get any accidental cooter on your birthday. <laughs> I need it down to a fact. Uh, what's going on? So who knows? For legal maybe, terms. Who knows? Maybe we'll come up with something new on this episode, which by the way, is ask Tony anything. And, and actually I want to do, uh, before we get into that, tell you about this. If you're the type of person who's always thinking about new business ideas or wondering what's the next side hustle I should spin up. Here's a podcast recommendation for you. My first million. Okay. Okay. The host, Sean Puree and Sam Parr, have each built eight-figure businesses and sold them to Amazon and HubSpot. Each week, they brainstorm, just like you and I do here, Cassia. We're brainstorming. now. I'm trying to figure out how much eight figures is. That's a lot. <laughs> a lot. Each week, they brainstorm business ideas that you can start tomorrow. These can be side hustles like, make your, like making a few grand a month, a big uh, billion-dollar deal, or anything in between. One episode that I listened I loved to was number 158, where Sam and Sean explained how to make millions by buying Michael Jordan's house and turning it into a museum. What? How about that? That was pretty smart, wasn't it? That's incredible. Hmm. Why didn't we think of that? I don't know. Uh, maybe we can uh, turn Tony Schiavone's homestead in Craigsville, Virginia into a museum and make a dollar fifty. If you love, <laughs> <laughs> if you love any of our business content, uh, we do, uh, that they do on the show. I think you're going to love this episode. Uh, they also chat with founders, celebrities, and billionaires and get them to open up about business ideas they've never shared before. Uh, check out their conversation with uh, Rob Deerdick in episode 224, where you'll hear about a guy who has built a $400 million media empire who's been tracking every second of his day for the last decade. Rob is an amazing person. Yes, he uh, is. Ridiculousness was a smash hit on MTV. Yeah, of course his skateboard career. But you, I, I, me watching 
his reality shows and then yeah. this blossomed into ridiculousness, I was like, this guy gets it. This guy's figured out how to monetize his entire life. Yeah. And he gets it. And so that's fascinating. I didn't know they, uh, they talked to him. I can't wait to go listen to that. Yeah. Go to listen to episode 224 and be sure to check it out. It's my first million. That's my first million on Apple podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know who else made a million? Whoever invented this blender cup I'm drinking out of today. <laughs> ha! Look at this thing, Tony. Yikes. It's, a... ah, it's going to be a good episode, buddy. All right. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. So the episode is, ask Tony anything. You've got the questions, and I'm going to muddle through the answers, right? That's it. We're going to see how many we can get in here. Are you ready? That's what she said. So... Uh, <laughs> So I was, God, I've been watching The Office too much. Office? Is that what you're on? Oh, yeah. I'm on, uh, I'm watching, I started from the pilot, and right now I'm in season six. Wait, is this a rewatch, or is this your first time? Uh, it's a rewatch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to catch up. I mean, you were interrupted just now. Uh, me about to finish the third season of The Boys. Oh, Okay. Do you love the boys? I love the first season. I checked out at the beginning of season two, just never to get back into it. But I will eventually. Tony! I will. Tony. What? You're killing me. That is right up our alley. Okay. I'll watch it. Did you ever watch Future Man? Yes. Yeah. You, you turned me on to that. Yeah. That was when I knew I made it. You let me borrow your password to Hulu. I knew I'd made it. <laughs> I don't know if I could say that, Ulu, <laughs> but I got shown as your mind's password huh. so I could catch up. It's an incredible show. Yeah. Uh, my favorite line was when the wolf was star <laughs> street street vendor and grabbed a sausage and said, oh, I love a street cock. <laughs> you just saying wolf because it's been so long since I watched it. I just remember his character and automatically start laughing. Yeah. He was what great. a great, fantastic character. Great character. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you hear our friend Conrad just started Barry? Started what? Barry. Barry. Which I, isn't oh, that one of your oh, favorites? Yes, he just started Barry. Yes. Oh Jesus! He's never watched it. He's he watched the first season and he goes, "Man, have you seen this show, Barry?" I'm like, "Buddy, you're you're friends with Shivani. How have you not watched it from now? Because you put me on Future Man and Barry. Yeah." He, I mean, it's right up his alley. Yeah. He's loving every second of it. It's tremendous. <laughs> wait, what was the movie you made me watch? With Larry David. Oh, the Larry David. Clear history. Clear history. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic you, movie. Did, did you like the Chicago concert? <laughs> yes. Did you blow them? <laughs> wait. Our buddy Eric Rottencrotch, who you know, yeah. just just this past week, went to a Chicago Brian Wilson concert. Whoa. Paid 20 bucks to get in. Oh, my God. 
I said, well, first of all, just getting in, you've paid, you've, you've made your money back. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I said, he got through and was like, this concert was incredible. I said, did you like the Chicago concert? Did you blow him? And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I couldn't wait to drop the line on him. Did you blow him? <laughs> uh, such a great move. Yeah. Right, Crutch. Enjoy your Chicago address. Yeah, you ready for some questions, Tony? Let's hit them. All right, here we go. Uh, and look, any of these Ask Tony episodes, you need to make sure you're following uh, what happened when on Twitter and you can at Facebook and you can get the Ask Tony uh, questions in. Let's see what we got. Bray Brody at Bray underscore 624 says, Mr. Shivani, if you could book Lois in a match, who would it be against? And what would the stipulations be? It would be against Abaddon, scariest bitch wins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, is there any in-ring stuff, or is it just the entrance? Just the entrance. Entrance and crawling around the ring. <laughs> just crawling around the ring. <laughs> <laughs> what will Lois' entrance music be? Oh, my God. Uh, you're a bitch, girl, and you've gone too far, but you know but you, you don't know matter. it don't matter anyway. anyway. Yeah. Oh, a little Hall and Oates? A little Hall and Oates, or, or maybe the one by Spin Doctors. Uh, there was one about... Uh, little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. That's yeah. Right. That's <laughs> right. I love Spin Doctors. Yeah, that's right. Very. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking you would go um, Buck Cherry, Crazy Bitch. Have you heard that one? <laughs> I've not heard that one, no. That's a, Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, you're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good. I'm on top of it. Yeah, well, that's not really accurate. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> had him in the first half, lost him in the second half. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Ash Tony, who's the one broadcaster that you wanted to work with every week, calling matches, but never got the chance to? Whoa. That's probably a lot for you. I mean, you mentioned some of your idols before, but. Who 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 are you really mad? Hey, I didn't get to call matches with. Oh, you're talking about wrestling announcer. Yeah. Wow, you know, I, I worked with almost everyone, really. If you really? Yeah, I mean I worked with Gordon. I worked with JR. Um I guess it would and I worked with Bob Cottle and I worked with David. I thought it, I couldn't remember how much you worked with Cottle. Yeah, I did. I worked with Cottle uh a little bit. Uh, man, that's, that's a hard one because there's, there's so many, uh, I wouldn't have mind working with Bill Mercer out of uh world-class. Uh, okay. I, wor- I worked with gorilla monsoon. I worked with Lord Alfred Hayes. Um, that, that's a, that's a tough one because I think I've worked with just Ed Capral would have been another one. Uh, for those of you who remember, uh, the old Atlanta wrestling, and actually, he did some worldwide. Ed Caprell uh, would have uh, would have liked to work with him as well. But I think, as far as that's concerned, uh, I think I work with uh, and I work with Lance Russell. Wow! Wow! So, holy shit! Mo- most of the names I thought you would say, I didn't realize you had snuck in some work with. Them. Yeah, I have. I work with all of those guys. I didn't that's work. I, I didn't work with Lance Russell enough, but I work with him a little bit because he not only was a great announcer, and some of the old Memphis stuff was just wonderful the way he the way he did things uh 
But what'd uh, you do? Just a couple matches with him? Yeah, maybe? a couple matches and a couple of stand ups with him and uh but it didn't work enough with him and I really would have because he's one of the best of all time. So okay. All right. Um Tony Shivani's booster seat tweets in <laughs> at seat underscore Tony. Uh, you can there. He did three of them. Now you can, you can do all three if you want, or you can do just one. He wants to know favorite candy bar, favorite ice cream, and your favorite pop. Now that you're the first person ever to boycott, boycott Millie Yellow Zero. Yeah. Uh, favorite candy bar would be, uh, Reese's cup. Good call. That is the bar. Uh, can't go wrong there. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Um, ice cream. Let's go flavor. You don't have to go brand. Okay. Uh, my favorite uh, flavor of ice cream is butter pecan. Butter pecan. No, nah, it's not butter pecan. No, mm. no, it's not. It's got to be like uh, I like ch- I like a chocolate peanut butter mix. See, that's okay. So in the vein of Reese's. In the vein of Reese's. Yeah, you can't go wrong. With okay. Reese's. What about favorite pop nowadays? Well, now I drink uh, Monster Ultra Fiesta Mango. I uh, I've been with you the past few times I've been with you. You've had nothing but energy drinks. Yeah, I buy. You were on Bang for a while. I buy these by the case. That same flavor or just Monster? Same flavor. Oh, Ultra Fiesta is the jam. Ultra Fiesta Mango with the. the turquoise Whoa. can, that's the best one. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I went, I saw them in the, because I'm always afraid they're going to sell out of this, this shit because they did it with Mellow Yellow Zero. They, Supply chain issue. Yeah. We get it. So I went into a Kroger uh, a couple months ago and I saw them sitting there by the case. I walked out oh. with four cases of them. <laughs> well, they're only like four to a case, right? No, there's 24 to a case. Oh, you got a big boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got the big boy. Usually case. I see the little four packs in the grocery store. That's store. right. Though these are You're like, talking about you got them These are six four packs on it in a big pallet, okay? Wait, you got how many? I uh, got uh, 60, 72 of them. <laughs> and how long will that last? Not 72 days. No, no. I drink. I drink. Uh, what do you think? I drink about two a day. Is that your only caffeine? Yes. You're not a coffee guy. I'm not a coffee guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's my only. I wake, I wake up and drink sodas when I do morning radio, but then when I'm done, I'm done for the whole day. I just need it to get through that part. Sometimes but you're all day. Well, sometimes I, I do it in the morning when I wake up and then sometimes I'll do it when I start doing my work in the middle of the day. Caffeine does not affect my sleep at all. I can, I promise you, I can drink a, a monster and go to sleep immediately if I'm tired. Really? It doesn't keep me up. It, it, it keeps me alert. It keeps me focused. It helps my focus, but it does not keep me awake. If I have to go to sleep, I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, my, my, it's weird. My dad could drink coffee at 11 PM and go to bed at 1115. Yeah. I mean, it, so, nothing about caffeine affected him. Whatsoever. Some people, it, it just doesn't have an effect. It just doesn't. Have and then some, you know, it's you're dead. You're dead. Right. You take it and you're up for days. Yep. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's go back to our ask Tony questions. Um, let's see. Nathan, Nathaniel Bordash says, mm. why did you go blonde in 1991? Well, I thought it would be cool uh, because I was spending time at the pool here at the neighborhood. 
I thought it'd be cool, dude. I saw this stuff in the uh, in the uh, store called Sun In. Come on, do they still make it? Sun In. I don't know, buddy. I'm bald. I mean, okay. I'm, I need sun out. I'm like a baby vampire. If I go to the beach, I start putting on spray like three days out, or I get burnt. I am this right here. This is some sensitive stuff right here. You're getting sun in. I, I need sun out. I need a bodysuit when I go out. There was this stuff called sun in, and you would spray it in your hair and get your hair wet and spray it in your hair, and then it would help lighten. I thought lighten your hair. So oh. I sprayed it in like one weekend, went to the pool on like a Saturday and sprayed it again in on Sunday and maybe Come a on. third day. And, buddy, it, it blonded out in a hurry. So <laughs> so I uh, – I, I wanted to lighten my hair. I didn't realize it would get that blonde. But hey. But did you keep doing it or did you let that one time go? I let the one time go. Hmm. That I remember. I was about to say it's Twitter. Know. Somebody will be like, I remember in 92 yeah, you came yeah. back with it. Yeah, good for those people. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is being brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there's been many times in my life where I needed to make a change like trying to be healthier or spending less time at work. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. And a lot of smokers and dippers out there can probably relate. Zen understands there isn't just one quote unquote, right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whether you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there with you with the right strength, with the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and you want to learn more today, check out Zen nicotine pouches at ZYN.com. That's Zen.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Uh, Jaggy, let's see. Jags Nasty said, Tony, did you ever passed? Have you ever in the past wanted to work a program with someone where you get physical or wrestle a match? Um, I think me and you talked about it on, I can't remember before. I can't remember if I'm on the podcast or not, but yeah. didn't you say you've never taken a bump? I have, I, I took, I was kicked, uh, super kicked by the young bucks. Uh, okay. Recently. So this might've been before that, before yeah. that you'd said never in the past you did a bump. Yeah. I, I was super kicked by the young bucks, but there was a crash pad, uh, out to the side. So I landed on that, but there's no program I've ever wanted to work. I, and listen, I, I know Jr. works a lot of programs in the WWE. I don't think he wanted to work programs, to be honest right. with you. But being a good company employee, if they ask you to do something, he probably went with it, right? And I know some of those programs with Jr. with I just it was just Vince and the WWE making fun of Jr. If you read his book, uh, his latest book, um, then you'll find out that they really weren't good. I think that being said, I think that if a, and I know we're about entertainment, but I think if an announcer works a program and gets in the ring, it demeans all the athletes who train and are wrestlers. I don't think it's our place. 
It's like it's like saying at it's like saying back years ago. Uh, why doesn't Skip Carey go up and take a sw- take a few swings in the sixth <laughs> inning? Right? He's not a baseball player. No, he's not. He's an announcer. I, I think it demeans it. I really do. So, no, I never want to do that. Um, but gladly if they ask you to take another super kick, you will. Well, yeah, you know it's yeah like that something little. But I mean, you're not. I, I think the true announcers, like you mean you, Jr. And the others are, there's not a where they go, man, I, I want to get in there. Yeah. It, it's usually like you said, it's coming from somewhere else. Right. Where they're trying to get you in for whatever reason. Yeah. But I don't think the, like you said, the, any of the announcers are going, I must get in the ring and take a bomb. No, no. Here's You're a, wanting to be an announcer. That's right. Here's another thing too. With the exception of, unless I have to go in the ring and do an interview. Or sometimes after the show, if you've gone to our shows, you know that a lot of times, most of the times after the show is over, Tony Khan will come out. So you got to hang around and he'll bring people in the ring. And one of the, he brought me in the ring one time in Washington, DC. Uh, and he brought me in the ring another time too. So I got in the ring. So in other words, unless I'm called to the ring to do a job, I never go into the ring. I'll stand it's not up. your realm. No, that I, I think I, that's, that's the wrestler's place. It's like right. when I was a baseball announcer, I never went on the field. I, st- I, I stayed on the foul lines. Uh, and so uh, during batting practice, she just never walked on the field. Of course, she could get cracked in the head with a baseball. But I, I just, uh, unless I'm called to the ring, I don't go in the ring. That's their place. That's not All right, place. so let me ask you this on the flip side, devil's advocate. Okay. I, I mean, I. Go ahead. All right, here's the question. Why are there so many wrestlers then in the announcers? Are there too many? No, I don't think so. You think it helps tell the story? Yeah, I think it does. I don't mind it. I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but I just wondered if you thought, if you guys thought, well, we're not getting in the ring. Don't, don't come to our announcers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. Hey, I'm telling you right now. And you know, we've kind of, we've kind of changed announce teams around a little bit. I don't think you've noticed that or not, but we have. I do half of dynamite. JR does half of dynamite. Saw JR coming out in the second half. Now. Yeah. And JR and I both work on rampage. I love that. And I'm, I'm not here to get paid on the word. And if I, if I'm at the announced position and at the table and they bring in William Regal or they bring in uh, Adam Cole or they bring him CM Punk, less I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, when I do stand up shows, and some of the openers, especially if I bring a guest spot or, you know, and the show's packed and I'll, they're like, how much time do you want to do? I'm like, buddy, I'll do a tight seven. If y'all want to do 30 a piece, I don't, I'm already getting paid to close. So I, I'm done with all that. Like you said, just let's just get the show on. I'm fine with whatever we do. Not getting paid by the word, brother. Not at all. All, all right. Uh, Jared Zarelli tweets in. And says, Tone, Yo. it's an alternate reality. Yeah. You you get to choose one Broadway show starring role to perform in. Are you at Phantom of the Opera, Oklahoma, or Cats? There's only one right answer here. Well, unfortunately, I'm uh I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. Uh and, no, that's the right answer. Okay, let me tell you why, because I know those songs. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. 
There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. The corn is as high as Conrad's big fat eye. And it looks like it's climbing clear up to the sky. Oh, I sang that song on one time in, in Jacksonville <laughs> over the headset during a, during a, we had a, we were taping a show and it was a long wait, a long wait. And I said, fuck it. I'm going to sing. And I started singing. Oh, what a beautiful morning. And I kept singing it. Tony God finally got on there and said, shut the fuck up, Tony. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jude is dead. <laughs> Jude Fry is dead. God, I love that. Did you know I was just in the Mass Singer, Tony? Did I? What's that? The Mass Singer tour came through Huntsville. They didn't need to sing. Really? I had to sing Shania Twain, Feel Like a Woman. Jesus. <laughs> I would imagine that would put you to sleep. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't make you do a lot of things. Maybe jump out a window. I don't know how I'm going to sleep. Uh, but there you go. Yeah. Well, um, let me this is- let me let me tell you this. Okay, speaking of sleep, come on. Science tells us the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep is by lowering your core body temperature. Temperature controlled sleep repairs muscle after a hard day's work which, of course, you and I have never had in our lives. Never, uh, ever. But improves cognitive function, which we obviously need. So you can always start your day feeling sharp, sharp and alert. Chili Sleep. And Chili Sleep's oh. been a longtime sponsor of ours, and we love it because I've got one at the house, and Conrad has one. He has one he travels with. But of course, Conrad, you know, obviously has more money than all of us. So he can afford to travel with a lot of different things that we can't. But anyway, Chili Sleep makes customizable climate-controlled sleep solutions to help you improve your Entire well-being. They make the Uller and the Cube sleep system. I have the Uller at the house. Hydro-powered, temperature-controlled mattress toppers that fit over your existing mattress to provide your ideal sleep temperature. What I Tony, do- I, ha- I have a chilly sleep. I do got really- it at Christmas. Yeah, yes. there you go. I use WHW, brother. I got my little discount, yeah, 30% discount. Yeah, And it has absolutely changed my marriage. Right. I know... I don't know if you and Lois have ever slept in the same bed together, but me and Big Booty Judy, uh-huh. she she likes everything as hot as possible. Yeah. And I like it as cold as possible. Yeah. We've got the Uller with the split sides. Okay. So she's got her own side now, and I've got my own side. I swear on everything. I've never slept better than since this past Christmas when I got chilly sleep. That's incredible. Yeah, that's that's it's legit, guys. It really, really is. Uh, and here's what I do. I've I mentioned this before. I turn it all the way up to like 112, 120, somewhere around there to get it really warm. 20 minutes before, hop in bed, turn it down to 65, and then I slowly really? fall. Yeah. And then that that's what they suggest you do. And then as your temperature, core temperature drops, you slowly fall off to sleep. Oh, so you've ch- say I'm running at 64, okay. especially we're here in the summer and I'm fat. Yeah. I, I'm, I've probably had some alcohol in me. I'm, sure. I'm going to need that core temperature down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well. Um, I didn't think about getting in the warm bed first. Though. Get in the warm bed first and turn it down. It slowly cools down your body temperature. That's the way to do I, it. 
I do have the app. I set the alarm, yeah. uh, you know, where it starts warming up before yeah. my alarm goes off. Right. So you slowly wake up, even though I still got an alarm, it's, you get your body ready for the day where you right. start waking up. Right. It's, it's a absolute game changer. It really is. And remember you can wake up and not feel tired. Chilly sleep can make that happen. Head over to chillysleep.com forward slash WHW, just like Casio did, to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new Cube or Uller sleep system. That offer is available exclusively for What Happened When listeners and only for a limited time. That's chilly, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash WHW to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. And now back, mm. now back to the questions. James Fresherson says, what's your favorite year in wrestling? It can either be as an announcer or just as a fan. Man, that's tough to narrow down. Yeah, it is tough to narrow down. It's going to be one of two. It's going to be 1985. Uh, okay, it's going to be one of three. It's going to be 1983 <laughs> when I first started. Okay. 1985 when we first started on TBS. Or 2019 when I came back to wrestling. So is 83 when you first started? Is that just because, hey, there's so much stuff happening. It's all new to you. And I was a fan and I was, yeah. I was, I was just starstruck. And I was, it's, it's like, God, pinch me. I'm in wrestling, you know. Incredible. Yeah. 85. And then what about, what about TBS? What, what does that ramp up for you? What does that do? New excitement, new blood. Yeah. New excitement, new blood. You know, now I'm, uh, I'm known on a national level and, uh, I, I realize about the audience that we have, you know, uh, all over the, the country because of the power of the superstation back then. I realized that, you know, I got to give a, a nod in 1989 to my one year of the WWE. I learned a lot that year and had a good time. I really did. Uh, so I learned a lot about production and what makes a good TV show and what you should do to make, you know, the, all the post-production it's uh, some of the, uh, some of the strategies, some of the uh, talents, and some of the things uh, that I learned back then, I I, I learned today. But uh, 2019, uh, being able to walk out at the MCI Center, if it still is the MCI Center, or the Verizon Center, whatever it is now, in Washington D.C. to first to do the first dynamite with Jr. was pretty freaking special. That was a great special year. Special to watch, brother. Yeah, it was a, a 2019 was a great year and. Then we got into 2020 and, you know, the world took a shit, uh, in 2020. <laughs> uh, and that was about it, but hey, talk, talk about, well, I got a couple quick, a couple follow-ups. Okay. TBS. Yeah. Was there a moment you talked about how you could realize, uh, where the reach was uh, and how big of a station that was, was there a moment or a thing that, that you went, Oh, this is how big this is. Was there a moment where some, you know, I don't know if it's a, Maybe it's a random person in a random city seeing you. Was there a moment where you went, Jesus? I mean, I know you you know it's huge. It's like when I was on the Tonight Show, I knew it was huge. But until a random person on the street from, you know, Iowa went, I think I saw you on Jay Leno. Yeah. You don't you forget how huge it is. Yeah. Was there a moment for you on when you switched to TBS? Uh, was it an influx of fan mail? Was it the yeah, crowds got hotter? We had what a, was it? I got a, I got an influx of fan mail, but most of the fan mail that I got back then was, are you that stupid son of a bitch who replaced Gordon Soley? <laughs> yeah, I did. I got a lot of that. Uh, and I answered every one of them. 
And uh, <laughs> did you just did you just trash your bird, <laughs> your turkey finger bird? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was all you said back to. Yep. <laughs> that all you said back. Just trace that. Just there was trace. no facts. There was no Xerox machines back then. No, no. But uh, you can just trace your bird. Trace, yeah, trace the bird. Uh, and also, so uh, Jim uh, Crockett started sending me out to all these different venues. Oh. Uh, to do the ring announcer because he thought, and, and I think it was a good move. He thought, you know, we're going to go out on tour now. We're talking about going out west, California. Uh, we went out to, gosh, we went out everywhere. We went out to Texas, all these different places, New Mexico. Uh, and I remember going into Albuquerque. So anyway, he sent me out as a ring announcer thinking they, they see you on TV, right? So we'll send you out as a ring announcer, kind of a little special thing. So when I would climb in the ring and they would start cheering me, then I, re- I realized that they knew who I was too. So oh, that's a cool moment. So that, that, that was kind of cool. That was one of the first, Oh yeah. Everybody can watch the super station. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And what about, what about in 2019 talk about, like you said, you have this huge moment and this is, you know, a bunch of the guys on your AW roster now, but you have the moment, everything's building. The world changes, of course, but uh, how, how has it been different or maybe warming, welcoming since you went back and now we're doing, we're traveling, doing live shows again. Well, Did you notice that, a difference? Yeah, that we're back. Yeah, the, the, at, at first, especially the fans were freaking rapid. Just see. everybody excited to get out of the house. Yeah, I remember. I remember our first real. Our first real event where fans uh, fans were allowed back on a on a large scale was in May of 2021, and this is before we started going on the road again. We started going on the road a month later, and it may have been double or nothing at uh, Daly's place, or it may have been just a a live event we did. It may have been blood and guts we did there, but now we got we got fans in. We got a lot of fans in, and. It's almost a full house at Daly's place. And the freaking referees came through the curtain and the fans went crazy seeing the referees. Really? Just, ah! I don't think it's just, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. If they're cheering the refs, we are back. Yeah. But you know, there's, uh, it's, it's, uh, doing this on a weekly basis has been a chore on many levels, but it's worth it. You know, there's nothing easy about doing weekly TV live. Nothing easy no. about it at all. So, but it's been great. It's, this has been a great run. This is my, All last, right, Brian, my last, Brian Jerez, my, go last ahead. my last great run. That's what this is. Well, we hope it's forever. Yeah. So, so do I. Uh, Brian Jerezma says, I don't watch many superhero movies. Where do you recommend I start? Tony? I recommend, mm. uh, I recommend you start with the first Superman, uh, with, uh, Christopher Reeve? With Chris, no. Uh, yeah, Christopher Reeve. Yeah, the old one. The old one, yes. You think that's a good ease in? Yeah, I think it's a good ease in. Yeah, Superman. And then Superman 2 was really good. That was one of my favorite. That was with a Zod. Uh, and, okay. And, uh, and, but after that, Superman 3, 4, those were like shitty. But do the first two Superman, uh, then go to Batman with Michael Keaton. And do the two really? Bat- yeah, do the two Batman with Michael Keaton. The first two, maybe do the third one 
that had Val Kilmer, but that's as far as I would go on those Batman and then get into the Christopher Nolan stuff and then get into, uh, and then if you really want to get into superhero stuff, Disney plus is really the way to go. Now I'm a DC guy. I've always kind of been a DC guy, but I've, I've loved Marvel too, but I've always, you know, uh, gravitated more towards Batman. But if you have, if you have the, uh, D if you have the Disney plus app, you can watch every Marvel movie, uh, on a, on a timeline. And that's incredible. That's the way to do it. The, uh, um, I say the first, uh, those are all great too. And I think if you want to jump into something newer, the, the iron, the first iron man with Robert Downey jr. Is a great one. Yes. Cause I think if you don't get that, if you don't like, I mean, you might like some of those, but if you don't get that, you're not going to get the, you're not going to like the new ones, basically, because they all stem kind of off that. Right. A new way of telling the story. The characters start getting a little more edgy. Yeah. I mean, we haven't even gotten into Deadpool and all that, but it just kind of eases you into the whole new Marvel universe. Right. Right. Yeah, that's kind of um, that kind of was the first one, wasn't it? Of this Marvel universe. Uh, if not, it's got to be close. I yeah. would say, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely the first one. Everybody's like, oh shit, this is a thing. This is going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, now that you're back on the national stage, says HF Shark 75, has a company reached out to you to promote water buffalo shampoo? <laughs> no, they have not. Uh, I don't, I'm not uh, so sure my contract has anything <laughs> about water buffalo shampoo in it. Uh, uh, we've got, yeah, we've got some awesome sponsors, but none of them's water buffalo shampoo. No, it's not, but. I, I'm not so sure I even have a marketing contract. Well, we got to change that. Yeah, that's okay. I, I'm I'm okay. I, I make a good living and I can uh, make some extra money on my own. Like I did this past weekend in Miami beach at Supercon, uh, you know, with my book and all that stuff. So anyway, I got mine. Oh, I thought I had it right there. I got mine somewhere here. There you go. Um, Tony. Yeah. This is duck boy. Oh, three, one, five. Tony, which obscure Batman villain is your favorite of all time? He said examples, Calendar Man, Condiment King, <laughs> Anarchy, Egghead, etc. Yeah. The Mad Hatter oh. was, was great. Uh, and I loved Egghead because Vincent Price played Egghead on the old Batman series. And just Vincent Price playing a villain. That was incredible. There was also Zsa Zsa Gabor played a villain, Batman villain too. Really? Yes. And I think she was called Minerva. I'm not so sure, but it was great. Minerva. I think it was. What? I can't, I can't remember. What did she do? Uh, she had cats that sicked you. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, not like Catwoman. Like, you know, she was, yeah, I, I, th- I, I have to go back and watch. I've got, oh, all, yes. I've got all, I bought all of them on Apple TV. So I can go back and watch all of them. They don't really, back in the day, the old Batman shows were tremendous, but they don't really stand the test of time too well. But they were fun. They were fun, but they were really some corny shit. But- Minerva used her deep secret extractor disguised as a piece of spa equipment to pull off a number of robberies until Alfred went undercover to investigate the spa. That's where you go. How about that? Incredible. Yeah. 
okay. She's she's got her assistant Aphrodite, oh. her henchman Adonis and Apollo yeah. and Atlas. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. That's really amazing. Hey, uh, you know what else is amazing? Come on. AG1's amazing. AG1. Yes, Athletic Greens. It's a product that I use every day, and I've talked to you about this last week because I used to take 27 different supplements a day. Incredible. Choke down 27 different supplements a day. Hell, it's lunch by the time you get your pills down, bro. That's right. Uh, And I did this because I wanted better gut health. I wanted to up my immune system. And I, I wanted to do something for my brain, you know, to stay alert. You know, as you age, you, you think about that. At least I hope you think about that because if you're not <laughs> thinking about that. Then it, it might be too late. But uh, so I, I started taking AG one and because I wanted something that finally tastes great and I wanted to see what the hype was about. And I've been on it now for a couple of months. Uh, they have with one scoop of AG one in water, you're absorbing, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens. Aptogens, remember that word. And that all starts your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Absolutely. So, again, AG1 is the place to start. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day. Great citrus taste. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Like I said, 27 of them is what I used to use. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free, this is a hell of a deal, guys, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and 5. Free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash whw. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash WSW to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You, right. you might have answered my next question. Bill, B-Style 632, Tony, said, what is it you take to help your memory? I'd like to buy it. There you go. How about that? You've I, answered it just then. That's well, exactly what I do. You know, there, there's a lot of products on the that I used to use on the uh, – on the shelf. Uh, and I, I stopped, I, obviously I stopped with those, but, uh, Nerevo was one of them. Uh, and it's funny that stuff. Uh, I, I started taking it and now I can't remember the name of it. Okay. Uh, it, you see it on TV that it's, uh, it has jellyfish in it. <laughs> you seen that? <laughs> no. Ar- the fact that you can't remember your That's memory right. stuff is one of my favorite things I've ever heard. That's right. Arn Anderson said. And I, and Ar- I haven't heard of any of them with jellyfish. In. Okay. It's Prevagen is what it's called. I see. I remembered it. It's, it has jellyfish. Yes. Or fish oil? And no, it's got some of the, it's something that they get from jellyfish. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they use. Okay. <laughs> but that's what they advertise. And so I remember I started taking Prevagen and Arn Anderson was talking to me about it. And, uh, we were backstage and he said, do you take that stuff? I said, yeah. He said, uh, I, I said, he said, does it work? I said, I don't know. He said, then it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) When did you start taking it? it? I can't remember. When did you start taking it? I can't remember. It ain't working. So, uh, 
Yeah, so I don't I don't take this. Yeah, Nureva and Prevagen is what I used to take, but no longer. So there you go. Good one. But a but AG's got you focused and ready to go now. Focused and ready to go. How about that? All right, ready to go for some more questions. I am ready to go, my friend, for some more questions. DH underscore MVJOR. He says, in wrestling, have you ever pitched an idea that you were genuinely sold on and got flat out rejected? No, I'm not a good pitcher of ideas. Really? Nah, I'm not. I I, I leave the booking uh, and the creativity to somebody else. I like to take an idea and try to embellish it and come up with some ideas that would help make it better. But as mm. far as a grassroots, Hey, this would work. I don't think I'd ever be good at that. No. Really? Yeah. What is there any storyline or like you said, even embellishment that you tossed in you where you're like, I'm proud of that. That worked out just like I thought it would. I'm glad I suggested it. Uh, there's some things that Brit and I did have done, you know, that I suggested us doing, I've suggested, you know, a couple of other things. Um, like I've, I've, so you've got, you've got your moments. Yeah. I've got my moments, I think. Uh, but, uh, as far as in the ring, taking bumps and, you know, deciding, you know, the major long played out storyline. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're more of, Hey, let's, let's, I, hey, I got an idea on your idea. Yeah. I, I'm, I, Listen, I've been in booking meetings back in the WCW days. I think that weaned me off of trying to come up with ideas. Those, really? Those booking meetings sucked. If there's anything <laughs> in life that sucked more than those booking meetings, I'd like to find it. Okay. <laughs> Just as, yeah. <laughs> they fucking sucked. <laughs> okay. It was terrible. Uh, let's go to uh, Eric Lewis Sr. Oh. Uh, wow. he, he tweets us in and says, how do you get your kids to move out of the house when they're grown, Tony? Well, since not everybody has Lois Shivani to kick them in their ass, get them out of the house. <laughs> uh, I, I think seriously, I think you give them a good foundation uh, to uh, go out and, uh, and give them a good work ethic and try to lead them in the right direction and, uh, you know, let them know that there's life beyond mom and dad. I always, uh, I always have, let the kids know that there's always a place for them to come back. If something doesn't work out in their lives, Matt, they need to get the fuck out now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can come back, but right now you're getting <laughs> right, right now. Hit the bricks <laughs> three years. If it doesn't work out, <laughs> let me know. We, maybe we need a break. I mean, you can come back, but we're taking a fucking break. <laughs> right. Well, really like when Matt uh, graduated from college, he came back to live with us while he was looking for a job and boy, old dad took care of him, paid all his gas and everything. And, um, so, uh, but you know, and, and Laurie lived here until, you know, she lived here the longest. Tim has moved back a couple of times. Chris and his entire family moved here and the three kids moved, wow. yeah, moved here because they were, they, uh, they, their lease ran out of one apartment and they couldn't find another apartment. And so they lived here for six months, uh, by the, so they could get, uh, get a, save enough money for a down payment on the house. So but getting them out, let's get out. Yeah. I mean, if you need to come back, right. we're going to address that later, but yeah. get out. I think there's a good feeling. I think there's a good feeling as a parent that you've done a pretty good job when they go out on their own and, and start making a living on their own. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's a, 
you know, you don't realize it when you're young, but I think it's a testament to your parents when you get to that age and go, I want to get out. Yeah. Not that I hate it here, but I, I'm like, I'm excited to get out on my own Yeah, and be out from under my parents. And yeah, if I need to come back, I come back. But there's a, there's a part of you. I think that means your parents did a good deal of going, I need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And by the way, is Matt Shivani your good one? Is that what you would consider? My good one? Well, Lori's good. She, she well, takes care of it. They're all good in their own way, uh, except one. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I think Matt's obviously the one who's had most success because, you know, he went to New York City uh, and he was able to go to New York City without a job because he saved all his money by living at home after college. <laughs> <laughs> he just went to New York City looking for work. He went to New York City, lived with a friend, did not have a job. And because he had graduated from the Grady School of Journalism at University of Georgia, uh, Grady School uh, graduates have a great reputation up in the city. Incredible media reputation. Yeah. yeah. And he got a job at Fox News almost uh, almost immediately. And he's been there now for like 12 years. So so he's, um, he's the one who's had the really the most success. But, you know, Laurie has done very well. She's She's become a great mom and... Chris is, is doing great. And, uh, is Chris with the brewery? No, that's Tim. Tim's making beer. Tim's making beer and uh, he's a master brewer. Uh, and, um, I'm a master drinker. We should, we should kind of <laughs> hang out together. <laughs> I don't know how you got the title. But <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm a business I, card, but I'm sure you, Tim could, Tim could serve you beer and say, yeah, he's a master <laughs> drinker. He's hey, we're going to, we got a couple of questions about kiss that we're going to get to. Cause of we're going to switch gears to music, mm-hmm. but while we're on your son, Matt Shivani, mm-hmm. and I don't even know your feeling on this. Yeah. I would like to hear your take. Do you, do you know how much he hates the Eagles? The, the, the band or the, uh, the football team, the band, he hates the Eagles. He thinks they're elevator music at best. Did you know that? No, but you know, as we're doing, I'll post, I'll post a song. Like I post almost daily a Casio's cut. Yeah. Hey, on this day in history, so-and-so was released. So go listen to this song. Every time I post about the Eagles, garbage, trash, get it out of here. Peaceful. Did you know that? No. Are you anti-Eagles? Yes. Oh, you, what? You hate the Eagles? No, I love the Eagles. Oh, you love the I Eagles. Thought you, okay. Are you into the Eagles? I mean, no, I anti no, I'm not anti-Eagles. Uh, Why? Peaceful, Why easy, does he do this? Peaceful, easy feeling, already gone. Take huh? it to the limit. Tequila, Take it to the limit. It's the, one of the best songs ever written. Tequila Sunrise, right? Huh? Yes, Come on. Absolutely. Uh, he and, says elevator music at best. And Lion Eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Plus, hey, after Don Henley on his own was wonderful. Come on, Boys of Summer. Oh, yeah. Boys bitching, of what's this song about bitching and lying and... I, I, I just know, you know what I'm talking uh, about the, the last, uh, this is the last perfect evening that you'll, whatever it is. I can't even remember the name of the Incredible. song. Yeah. Well, they're almost like, they're two different bands too. They're then Joe yeah. Walsh comes in, they turn into a yeah. super rock man, right? Seven bridges road. Okay. Yeah. That's Abs- pretty good. Absolutely. And that turn out. Yeah. Your son hates the Eagles. Well, you know, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Your yeah. dad's on my side too. Yeah. Well, guess what? He's around here. Uh... <laughs> oh, Hey, real quick. I want to remind everybody and listen up wrestling fans. It's time to win with Zen. 
Get to wrestlingprizes.com right now to register for your chance to win one of four once in a lifetime digital Q and a sessions with wrestling legends like the nature boy himself, Ric Flair, Eric Bischoff, the WWE hall of famer, maybe the voice of wrestling, Jim Ross, or what about the hardcore legend, Mick Foley winners will also get an autographed replica title belt and a prize pack from Zen. That's America's number one nicotine pouch register once per day. Now through July 15th at wrestlingprizes.com. Here's a disclaimer for you. There's no purchase necessary to enter or win. It's open to us residents, 21 and over void. where prohibited for official rules. Visit wrestlingprizes.com. warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, let's get to some, let's get to some other music that y'all know you love kiss. Cause we got. Multiple kiss questions. Okay. Fussell Russell. You may know him as Fussy Russie 8960. Says, what's the better kiss album? Rock and roll over or harder than hell? Mm. Wow. That's uh hotter than hell had calling Dr. Love. I believe. Which is a good one. No, no, no. It, that was rock and roll over. It had that. So it's rock and roll over. Just because of Dr. Love. Yeah. Uh, Hotter Than Hell was uh, Let Me Go Rock and Roll, Mainline, Coming Home, Parasite, Stranger Ways All the Way, Going yeah. Blind, Watching You. Yeah. Parasite. Parasite, baby. Come on. Parasite. Parasite baby, look at them thighs. I think I'm not. That's a great song. Gene let that bass eat. Yeah, man. He was. He was. Uh, rock and Roll Over was Baby Driver, Hard Luck Woman, Mr. Speed, I Want You, Seen Your Dreams, yeah. Calling Dr. Love, Take Me, Making Love, Ladies Room, mm. Love Him and Leave Him. Yeah. That's all good shit, man. That's a better album. Okay. You Don't it. you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Rock and roll over. Rock and roll over is the one. Do you know my favorite Kiss song ever? Period. Hands down. Not even close. What? Hmm. What is it? Any Any guess? Deuce. I was made for loving you. Really? Yeah. Wow. One is the greatest disco song ever written. Yeah, it is. It was a. It was a disco song. Straight up disco. Straight up disco. That's how. That's how uh, versatile they were as a band. No one knows that, but they had a they were a rock and roll band that had a disco hit. They did a Christmas special. They're all yeah. over the place. Yeah, they're all over the place. All right, and um, uh, let's see another Kiss question from Ross Three X says, "What's your Mount Rushmore of Kiss lineups? Which four? Which foursome is the best? It can be any combination. That's the first four. Sorry." That's what I grew up with. Peter, Chris, Ace, Ace Chris, Stanley, yeah. and Gene and Paul. And Gene and Paul. Yeah, that's that's the that's the one. I mean, I my my favorite Kiss album is the first one. Really? Oh yeah, Strutter, Deuce. Come on, come on, Firehouse, man. Bangers. Yeah, that's the one, man. That is the absolute one. Can you hear my? Uh, can you hear my guys outside mowing the lawn? Can you hear? Can you hear that? Mm, kinda. Yeah. Now that you said it, but not really. All right, then we won't. We won't go any further than that. Yeah. No, I think everybody would just say it's a, a buzz, maybe. 
like in the mic, it, it, it doesn't sound like a lawnmower. Okay, very cool. Good. And you have to be quiet. Um, Rodney Owens wants to know, Jim Cornette mm. managed the Midnight Express and the Heavenly Bodies. Yeah. If they had squared off against each other, which would have been the baby faces? Wow. Heavenly Bodies or Midnight Express? What a great theoretical question that is i guess the heavenly bodies would have been to me the, the baby face yeah they would have been the baby face because me just for my money the and i'm talking about i mean or to me bobby and dennis were the, one of the great heel tag teams of all time i mean and Cornette, you know of course well, has a ton to do with that but of course has yeah i mean as soon as you see them and you go jim Cornette and midnight express you're like them guys. Yeah. Them They're guys. the hills for sure. Them guys. Them guys. Yeah. Well, you know, that was back in the day, right? So it's. Which day was that? It was a day long time ago, but you know what they didn't have back in the day? What was that? Bluechew.com, baby. Woo. <laughs> All right. You know what they say, guys? Confidence can take you far in life. Can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes yeah. time to step up to the plate. You don't want to swing and a mid strike three. And that's where bluechew.com comes in. Bluechew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet and a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, any day or night. So you can plan ahead or be ready whenever opportunity arises. I love that line. Be ready whenever opportunity arises. Man, well, man, you are an optimistic guy. If you're like, I need to, I'm gonna, I know I'm about to hit some tonight. <laughs> I know it's got to be just your birthday. I mean, I think it's the only day of the year you can plan ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? The rest of the time, you're like, wait, is stuff going down? Let me pop this. Let's have another beverage. Let's hang out. Let's Netflix and chill for just 30 more minutes. Have you seen the first Batman, girl? I need to. Let that sink in. We're going to watch the Josh Gabor episode while I chew this blue chew and let it kick in. Yeah, baby. Plan it. But if you're planning, nicely done. That Minerva, baby. Oh. Hey, 7 o'clock, I'm going to beat the brakes out of that thing. You need to get ready. I'm popping it right now. Okay, it's it's very simple, this process. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So there's no visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared, and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it comes time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal just for our listeners Cassio, try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code WHW at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code WHW to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew as always for sponsoring the podcast because, as you know, we broadcast each and every week from the Blue Chew studios. Boom. How about that? Boom. Let me ask you this. Do you. When you go to your doctor, he knows who you are and you're yes. like the person of Tony Schiavone. Yes. You're not just Joe Blow to him, right? Uh, no. No. Right. Right. He knows Tony Schiavone. Yes. Same with me. I, I'm on a local level. 
Yeah. But he knows Cassia, the radio guy, the comedian. Right. Talk about, you you mentioned, I mean, this is understated. Doing all of this online. I don't want to go to my doctor. No. And talk about my issues in the bedroom. No, that's right. Online. The the beauty of doing this all online is very understated and, and something not to be taken for granted. Absolutely. Good Just call. go online, knock it out, and boom, you're ready to give your wife some of that. Hey, what got into you tonight? Yeah. Go online, knock it out, and boom, go knock it out. <laughs> and if you're, if you're good, you can plan ahead. Yeah. Good. Stuff. I mean, it's lunchtime. You can take some blue chew and say, tonight's going to be mm-hmm. the night. Let's go back. You got time for a few more? What are you looking like, Tom? Got plenty of time. Um, OB. UK underscore HWA says, who do you think the bad guys will be in the next Batman movie? Well, did you watch the rock? Did you watch Robert Pattinson? Yeah. It's obviously going to be the, it's obviously going to be Joker because they got to bring him back. They got to bring, they showed him, they showed him. They're obviously going to bring him back. Uh, What did you think of Robert Pattinson? Uh, at first I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't care that much for it. But that's because, and I've told this story many times, but I'll tell it again here for you. That's because I made a mistake. Um, we went to see it, not my wife, but me and Jeff Jones and Eddie Kingston and his girlfriend went to see it in 4DX. And okay. That fucking sucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I was at a super con. Uh, at, in Miami beach, as I mentioned this weekend, and there was a booth for four DX and there was a bunch of real nice girls there. And I almost wanted to go up and say, hi ladies, how you doing? Fine. Do you know four DX really fucking sucks? And I walk away <laughs> because four DX puts you in a chair that moves, you know, boom, 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 boom with, all Oh jeez, And splashes water in your face when they hit a puddle. Excuse me. Yes. Shot water in my face, smoke everywhere. You're, you're in the movie. Guess what? I don't want to be in the movie. And like Eddie Kingston said, Eddie said, hell, that was worse than taking a bump in the ring. And it was, it, it was. So I left the theater thinking, boy, this movie really sucked. But then I went back and watched it on HBO max. And I really, really enjoyed it because I realized that this was the early version of Bruce Wayne. He just started and he was yeah. finding his way kind of thing. It was, I thought it was very, very cool. So yeah, wasn't my favorite Batman of all time, but it was a very, very good one. So I thought when I watched it, I thought, I thought it went a little long as in, I got to a point and I went, Oh, we're at a great finishing spot. And that kept going. And they kept going a little bit more on the romantic, you know, when they're driving around the town and meeting on the rooftop and yeah, I thought, I mean, I get it, but I thought we could have stopped and I would have went damn good movie. Yeah. We went a little bit longer, but but Robert Pattinson won the problem. I thought he did a great job. I thought he was fine. Because I, I was fine. really worried going in. Yeah, he, he kind of seemed like a goth Bruce Wayne to me. Yeah. Uh, but what the hell, you know? Uh, but, um, but listen, I, so Joker's obviously going to be in it. If they got to have more than one and you have to go back to some old school, why not do a Mr. Freeze? Because... I mean, oh, I, nice. I still got the taste of Arnold Schwarzenegger in, in my mouth as, as Mr. Freeze. Uh, That'd be a nice callback. Yeah. That would be, that would, they haven't overplayed him at all. So that's a good callback. Yeah. That, that would be a good one. Uh, they've kind of overdone Raz Agul, uh, cause he was the, the thread through all that, uh, 
that Christopher Nolan stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, obviously Bane's a big one as well, but let's go, let's go with, uh, let's go with, uh, Mr. Freeze. All right. I like it. Uh, Kevin Huntsberger says, can you suggest anything to indie commentators who are working solo at shows? Any tips or advice? Yeah. Uh, the, the tip is, uh, always put your talent over. Don't make yourself the story. Don't try to say things as when you're first starting, don't try to say things cute to, uh, put mm. yourself over. You got to put the talent over getting your catchphrases in and shit. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can work them in or whatever, but it's, it's very apparent. Uh, and, and I'm not saying this from wrestling, but it's very apparent on a national scale to me, especially on those jack offs who are on ESPN that they're just in it to get themselves <laughs> over and not the sport. Okay. Uh, yeah. so that's what I say. You, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta check your ego at the door as the old cliche goes and worry about putting guys and girls over. I think that's the best advice I can give you. I love it. Yeah. Um, I am Mohi says I am. Mohi. If you had to, I am Mohi M O H I. Okay. His name is Mohindra underscore one Oh eight one says, Tony, if you had to face Adam Cole, what type of match would you choose as a stipulation? Note, whatever match you choose, Britt is going to be the referee. Okay. I would choose a stipulation to where I would, this would be a stipulation I would demand that he would go to the ring first. Okay. And then I would leave out the back door with him, with Britt. <laughs> by the, in a referee outfit. <laughs> yes. In a referee outfit. <laughs> And by the time he realized that nobody was coming to the ring, we'd be long gone. <laughs> would you even have the cameras follow or would you no. just go out while he's coming out? No, I go out while he's coming out. <laughs> by the time he, by the time he gets the ring goes, boom, I would be gone. Okay. Bye baby. You'd be bye bye baby. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got a couple of uh, you knew it was going to happen. Yeah, uh, we've got a couple of goose questions. Okay, uh, when is the goose going to challenge Mox for the championship? Yes, and and how many geese would it take to beat me? <laughs> Even Ming wouldn't want to fuck with the goose, because uh, the goose doesn't give a fuck. Okay, can I tell you? Me, as many wrestlers as I've had the honor of meeting through you and Conrad and everybody else. Yeah. Ming, one of the most intimidating guys. I've ever Isn't he? Just the presence. I mean, the nice, he was the nicest guy on the planet to me, but just meeting Ming, Haku, and I would say Ron Simmons, just yeah. all of them, just a presence. Yeah. Incredible. You just know that if something turned in a dime, okay, oh, the shit would be on. I mean, I hope they're on my side. Yeah, I hope they're on my side. Well, because they're cleaning the house. And this goes back to the question that we had with uh, about the independent uh, announcer. Okay, yeah. Here's another good reason to always put the talent over, not yourself, because oh, yeah. then they're your friends for life. Well, yeah, if we know it, yeah, Shivani put me over. He's okay. I was about to say, they're going back to look at the match. (laughs) That's exactly. They're going to hear what you say. Yeah. 
I would. And if you're trying to get your shit in instead of putting the talent over, they're yeah. going to remember that. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would. I would go as much as I love Ming. I'd still go with the goose. Really? Yeah, because the goose got wings. Oh, he, 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 yeah, he's more agile. Yeah, he can get away. You know, he can get he, behind him real yeah, fast. Yeah, that's right. When he turned you back, that's what they do. If you've ever seen videos, uh, mm. you fuck with a goose and you turn your back, that's when he's coming at you. Hey, we we have a beautiful downtown park here in Huntsville, Alabama, Big yeah. Spring Park. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, there's bridges. There's a huge you know spring going down the middle. Yeah. Tons of greenway. Here's what I know. Wherever you see the geese, just, just don't go over to that section. No, I know. Those Canadian geese. Shit's are... going down if you do. <laughs> That's right. And don't get the bread out. They got the you can buy the bread to feed to the ducks and the fish. Don't do it around the geese. It's yeah. game on. Yeah. You're getting attacked and you're gonna drop the bread and run. And I don't like running anywhere. Yeah. I don't like running anywhere. I don't either, man. Don't um George, let's see. Um Jordan Eldridge says. What's your go-to celebration dish? So say 4th of July, do you have a thing where you like to eat? He said he grills out and makes homemade jalapeno poppers. Yikes. Um, What's a go-to in the Shivani household? Or like the 4th of July? Yeah, say 4th of July. Is there like a, hey, Lois has got to make something or Mm. somebody in the fam is going to bring this? Yeah, we really... uh... There's no really go-to. We had uh, ribs this past time, okay? And, okay. Uh, Lois Are you said, doing them? No, shit. No, we don't do it. We're, we're Just la- bomb? Yeah, we're lazy old people. <laughs> we are. We're lazy. We, we, listen, if DoorDash can find them, we'll eat them. <laughs> <laughs> is oh. there, is, what about side dishes? Is there like, hey, so-and-so is going to bring this yeah. every time? Can't eat beans. Can't eat beans. You can't eat beans? No, because I'll pay for it. Oh, man. I'll, well, everybody farts on beans. Is that man, what you're talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm the worst, so. I'm, no, I'm the worst. Uh, <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Uh, mac and cheese is the jam, and I think mac and cheese has become kind of a uh, a, a fancy dish, I'd see, as Chewy just agreed with me. Uh, yeah, he got pumped over mac and cheese. He sure did. Uh, mac and Who cheese. makes it? Uh, Lois makes great mac and cheese. Oh, she can nail it. Yeah, she can nail it. She's really good. At Is that it. her best dish ever? What's her best dish? <laughs> Lois's best dish. Yeah, one eight hundred Domino's, baby. Okay. <laughs> best thing she makes is reservations. <laughs> Listen, we've had, we've had this argument on this program before with Conrad. Lois makes Lois does the best roast turkey. She does. She knows how to bake a turkey. Better than the turkey's tough. Oh, she's and like in two seconds. It can go dry and bad. Oh no, not hers. Nope. She nails it. Nails it. And, oh, and, I love and, good turkey. And, the, and Conrad says, "Nope, I make it." In in the uh, he said, "I make it in the uh, in the in the big green egg." In the I green said, egg. Yes, he's that guy. I said, "You don't do fucking shit." I said, <laughs> uh, "And the word's been out now. You know how you make moist turkey? How you cook it upside down." Oh, so neck up or ass end? Which which way's down? Ass end? No, put the breast down. Oh, you talking about laying it? To, oh, flip it over in flip the pan. Yeah, breast down. Oh, that way. Okay, really? Yeah, all the juice flows down to the breast. 
Oh, well, that's, it makes perfect sense, but yeah. I never thought about it. But you don't get the, the perfect golden turkey that you carve at the table like on all the uh, Norman Rockwell things. Uh, what is it underneath? Is it more burnt? No, underneath it's it's great. But it's just not golden. It's just not golden. It's well, a, I'm, I a, don't care. How does it taste? That's what it, I'm it's about. It's the best. It's the moist. It's so moist. It's just really. She, she put anything in it? Uh, well, she's got the spices that she puts, you know, she doesn't stuff it. No, just sprinkle on just, it. Yeah. Just rubs, rubs the turkey down with whatever poultry seasoning and whatever, but turning the bird upside down on its breast. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. It's the best. When are we, when are we having a turkey off? I need a turkey off. A turkey off. Conrad and Lois. And we have okay. a blind taste test. Yeah. Would you get Lois's? You'd get it. Wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Even if one of the best, you'd know which one's hers. Yes, absolutely. She's nailed it so many times. Yeah, because he said, because he'd say, he told me, he said, put a little Cajun spice. And I said, fuck the yeah. Cajun spice. Come on. Yeah, he does injection gimmicks with yeah. little Tony Schiavone's. Yeah. Jacked it right there into the bird. Hey, hey, Casio. Yeah. My good buddy. Uh, this has been great. We got a couple more questions. But before we go any further, I want to let you know that. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic is your first drink of the night for a better okay. tomorrow. Engineered by a team of PhD microbiologists, Z-Biotics is a probiotic drink that breaks down the byproduct of alcohol responsible for rough mornings after drinking. We've all had those rough mornings after drinking. Uh, you were with me in St. Louis. I was with you in St. Louis. Remember? I needed this. Okay, here's what you do. Now, step one. Have a Z-Biotic. For best results, make Z-Biotic your first drink of the night. Drink, okay. re drink responsibly. Pace yourself. Hydrate. Get a good night's sleep. Then you enjoy the very next day. Okay. So remember that. They've been a sponsor of ours for a couple of weeks now. And uh, uh, we want to uh, thank Z-Biotics for being with us. And uh, This I, is breakthrough technology. No, it really. is breakthrough technology. We were... Uh, a bunch of us at a double or nothing in Las Vegas and we sat down to dinner and I had a, I had a whole uh, sleeve of them. And I said, gentlemen, before we start tonight's festivities, I want everybody to take a little vial of this and take, take a shot of it. And they take a shot of it. And everyone to a man, there were four of us to a man said it worked the next day. I felt better. And we, we downed some martinis, buddy. We really did. Well, here's, here's the deal. You know, the older you get, you can drink the same amount as you've always drank. Right. But it's just rougher the next day. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Z-Biotics, you're saying as soon as you took it, it changed the next morning. Yeah, it changed the next morning for me. Absolutely. Come on. Yeah, it's the Z-Biotics pre-alcohol pro probiotic is the first world, the world's first genetically engineered probiotic invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this bright byproduct, not dehydration. Now, this is important. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut where you need it the most. Mm. All right. So give Z-Biotics a try for yourself like we did in Vegas. It was tremendous for the whole group. Go to zbiotics.com slash whw. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use WHW checkout. Zbiotics is backed 
with 100% money-back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So remember, mm. head to zbiotics.com slash WHW to use code WHW at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, as always, for sponsoring this episode of What Happened When. How many companies stand by, send it back, no questions asked? I mean, yeah. that is... Absolutely. In this day and age, that is incredible. That is big time. You're exactly That's right. called believing in your own product. Absolutely. How much uh, toxins and byproduct in my gut do you think I had after St. Louis trying to get to Baltimore? Mm, yeah. I was just full of toxins, wasn't I? <laughs> Unfortunately, you and I roomed together that night. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Unfortunately. I've never seen anybody. Did I make the flight? I made the you flight. Made, you did. God and you did you. not think I was going to make the flight. No. No, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny. It's like, I've never seen anybody walk into a hotel room and just fall forward into a bed before it was like, Stung. there he goes. I had so many byproducts eating me up just then. I had so many byproducts. Yeah. If someone relies on you financially, your spouse, your child, anyone. Life insurance gives you the peace of mind that they'll have a financial cushion if something ever happens to you. By making it easy to compare your options from top companies, Goliath Life helps make sure you're not paying a penny more than you have to for the life insurance coverage you need to protect those you love. At GoliathLife.com, you can compare personalized quotes from top companies to find your lowest price. The process is fast and easy with no hidden fees, upsells, or hassles. Goliath Life is your one-stop shop to find the life insurance you need at the right price. Head to GoliathLife.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's GoliathLife.com. All right, let's get a couple more questions. You got time for a couple more? Uh, I sure do, brother. Roland Briggs, Big Iron Bear on Twitter, says who's the most underrated guy in WCW in your opinion. Oh, in uh underrated guy in WCW in my opinion? Yeah, give us a most uh, underrated guy. I think the most underrated guy in WCW is Kiwi. Really? Uh, yeah, because he was really a good wrestler and really a good athlete with a really But dumb the gimmick kind of shadowed it? it. It sure did. It sure did. I thought that it was like you know, uh, Alan Funk was a good wrestler and tough guy and Kiwi. <laughs> I just, I just thought he, no, was, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have, I, I watched, you know, I was, that's when I was a fan. Yeah. I would have never, I would have never thought about Kiwi, yeah. you know, as a, Hey, tough guy, real shoot, tough guy. And yeah. And kind of business, like you said, it was just the gimmick. He yeah. was Kiwi. That's right. It was like we talked about last week and Bugsy. Incredible guy, incredible right. worker, right. Knew, knew how to do stuff in the deal. But I just saw him and went, my man's got a felt top hat. I like this guy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Bugsy should have been over. Yes, mind. absolutely. Uh, Rick Hennig says, favorite drive through place when you're on the road? Well, it's Chick-fil-A. Oh. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Favorite drive through place? What's your go-to? Uh, the, uh, the grilled nuggets. Grilled nuggets. Yeah. Mm. The grilled nuggets with the greatest sauce ever made, Chick-fil-A Come on. sauce. Chick-fil-A. There's nothing like Chick-fil-A sauce. I prefer Polynesian. Do you really? 
Uh, I don't know if Rad has ever told you. We went to Vegas. One of the times we went to Vegas, I think it was the time you were there and you came like a day late. Yeah. Um, I told him, I said, Conrad, uh, well, first of all, he woke up and got Chick-fil-A, like Uber Eats or whatever it was. He got delivered to where we were. Yeah. Which uh, it was way earlier than I thought, or maybe I woke up later than I thought, but he got delivered to our place and he ordered a bunch of breakfast stuff, biscuits, blah, blah, blah. He knows I love the nuggets. And he asked him, he said, Hey, can you still do, can you do nuggets? I know it's early, but can you do nuggets? And they were like, yeah. You know, they put them on those little mini biscuits. Yeah. So they're like, we got the nuggets. And he goes, well, I'll take a, I'll take a 40 pack of tray. And they said, what sauce? And he said, I don't know. I'll take Chick-fil-A for sure. And I'll take Polynesian. And when he, when I woke up and went in there, I said, Conrad, you know, Vegas, you can get whatever you want in Vegas. Debauchery is at your fingertips. Yeah. I said, right now, if we could, if we could, <laughs> if we could find two, let's call them escorts, ladies of the night, prostitutes, whores, whatever would you like to call them, two, Fine young ladies that are in the business. If they would like to come over here, what I would do with Polynesian sauce is I would take Polynesian sauce and I'd get them to put it on my penis. And I'd take a blue chew, of course, proud sponsor of WHW. And then I would get the two young ladies each to hold one leg back behind my head and see if I could suck it off my own penis. That's how good it tastes. That's how good it is. It's incredible. It's hands down the best sauce on earth. I had no, <laughs> I had no idea where the story was going, but I never figured out it was going there. Hey, I, I, that's word for word what I told Conrad <laughs> early in the morning in Vegas. He <laughs> crumbled. <laughs> he goes, buddy, I'm ordering more. Uh, We're getting more Polynesian. <laughs> yeah, don't give him an idea like that. Yeah, I know. That's uh, what I said. I said, buddy, take that idea. Yeah. We can't have the ladies for both halfway married. Right. But get all the Polynesian sauce over here you can. Chick-fil-A is a great drive-thru. Chick-fil-A is incredible. And not only because the food is incredible, because they know how to do a drive-thru. Oh. <laughs> they know uh, how to do dude, a drive-thru. In the South, did you say they were running uh, COVID, yeah. COVID lines? That's right. They got Chick-fil-A managers to help them do the vaccination line. Yeah, it's just they know how to get you in and out. Yes. Every time I pull in, I go, This is absurd. Yeah. Why are we waiting this long? It's backed out into the street and it's faster than any of the other drive throughs we go through. Right. They get you in and out. They know Boom. what they're doing. Absolutely. Oh, incredible. Um, let's go. Look a couple more questions. Matt Carter, Mad Matt Concord says, Tony, do you remember the Flair Jimmy Garvin cage match in Greensboro that aired on Worldwide? Uh, I do not. I remember the angle, but I do not remember the cage match. He said, if you do, do you remember the fan that climbed the cage and tried to get in at the end? Yeah. And do you remember if fans hitting the ring was fairly frequent during your time at JCP? Now, I do remember the fan climbing there, but no, fans hitting the ring was not frequent. And so even the, even at that time, that is a super rarity. Yeah, and, and the reason was, and this is I've talked about this a lot. The reason was as a shoot, uh, the fans realized because they saw it happen, 
if a fan hit the ring, the fan would get the fuck beat out of them. Right. As they should, by the way. As they should. And uh, it wasn't until later on when, you know, uh, lawyers and all that stuff and, you know, just stay away from the fans because they're, they're looking for a lawsuit. But I mean, I, I've saw, I saw fans just get knocked on their ass, which we all laughed about, but back in the old days, they would get the shit beat out of them. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, I mean, even in the new days, if you, if you, if you cross that barricade, yeah, I, I got to fend for myself. Well, if you, uh, talking about butts and seats, the Tony Schiavone graphic novel, the, uh, the uh, first chapter about uncle John is about the time a fan jumped in the ring and tried right. to tried to get on Greg Valentine and uncle John got involved in that as well, which was an hilarious family story of ours, but it just shows you that you shouldn't jump on wrestlers. But I do remember <laughs> a fan trying to get in the ring. I do remember that. So, uh, Carl Hayes, big supporter, the big CH. What's hey, up, Carl? Hey, Carl. How you doing, bud? Says, uh, have you watched what we do in the shadows? What we do in the shadows. I have not incredible show. If you have not watched it. Okay. What's it on? I believe FXX. Okay. Um, and it is a, um, it's in the vein of the office as in oh. a fake reality show. They're okay. They do interviews to the camera. Okay. Uh, okay. but they are living now and they are vampires. Okay. Um, and they go back and forth and you would love it. Okay. Think future man, just slapstick. Okay. Just okay. If it's funny, I'd like it. Absurdly funny. Okay. Yes. Oh, absurdly funny. Okay. Doesn't take themselves serious. It's a whole good big deal. Good, 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 good. Uh, all right. So you need to check out what we do in the shadows. That's your next deal. Um, and he also says, I got to meet Darius Rucker. We talked about the nature boy. Do you listen to Darius's music? Beards and sunshine. Such so a perfect summertime song. I hope you, Lou. I hope you, Lois. Bug and the family have a wonderful summer. Thanks, Carl. You know, I haven't listened to Darius Rucker in a long time. I did listen to uh, a couple of Hootie was fantastic. Hootie was fantastic. And he went on his own and country music was fantastic. I just have not listened to him in a long time. I do have a couple of his albums uh, on my Spotify live. Have you met him? I have not. That's crazy. As big yeah. as a wrestling guy. He is. I know he is. Big wrestling guy from Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. I just, uh, wow. Remember when he came back and did the old big old chicken bacon ranch for Burger King commercial? Yeah, right. That was like his that was his big comeback for real. Right. Sure. Like was. Hootie had came back and he yeah. was they were gone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, is that Hootie? Because I always call him Hootie. Sure. But I mean his backup band's the blowfish. Everybody knows that. Right. And then he's singing about chicken bacon ranch. I'm like, first of all, sounds like a badass sandwich. Second of all, he's back. Yeah. And then he goes country, and I, I think he's great. I yes, think he's, he's, got one, he's got one of the great voices, great singing voices out there. Oh, he really does. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, Sean Anderson, do you believe, as I do, that K Dog, Conan, added some more legitimacy to the NWO? I think so, because he was a major mega star. I, we don't realize how big a star he was, but he was in Mexico, and I, I think he did. I, I love the, the K Dog of, of the NWO. I got to meet him once and another guy that seems like an awesome dude. Yeah, he is. Unfortunately, he has hooked himself with Disco Inferno on that podcast. (laughs) I didn't get into all that. uh, Disco, you know, Disco. I met K-Dog and K-Dog was a great guy. Great guy. 
great guy, wonderful guy, great, great person to talk to. Big baseball fan. We talk baseball a lot. I see him a couple of times. I have a lot of time for him. I was. Uh, um, the, I don't know stars. what this question means. You might know it. Oh, so uh, okay, apologies yeah. if you don't. But do you still subscribe to FDM now that you work for AW? FDM? No, I don't. I don't even know what no, that is. F- Should we move on? Uh, FDM. I don't even know what FDM is. <laughs> okay. Do you? <laughs> no, yeah. we probably some code talk set off some spy series of events, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, if memory serves, says Mike Concho, Stevie Richards' WCW run was derailed by injuries. What do you guys think his ceiling was in WCW if he was healthy? We talking about Stevie Ray, Stevie Richards. Oh, Stevie Richards. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Stevie Richards. Uh, his ceiling. Yeah. What? Do you? I, I mean, uh, all right. First a, of all, I agree with the first statement. Was his run derailed by injuries? Yes. Okay. So if not, what do you think his ceiling was? Well, I, I think obviously, I think he would have been a, a much bigger star than he was at the end. You know, before the injuries. Right. Uh, he could talk. He could do a lot of things. He could work. You know, just those, some of the crazy stuff that he did, you know, just uh, obviously derailed what he could do. It, it's really hard to, it's really hard to say. I mean, I'm not going to say he would have been the world champion, right? but he would have been, he would have been upper mid-level card, maybe even upper card because he had, uh, he had a lot of the tools to be a successful wrestler. Again, could work, could talk, great sense of timing, athletic. Uh, and I guess, fortunately for him, what I remember him best of all for was not in WCW, but was when he gave JBL that chair shot as a receipt, uh, to what JBL did to, uh, to the blue meanie. That's one of the great clips all you ever find on YouTube. Have you worked with, uh, the blue meanie much? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit in MLW. I know y'all cro- y'all's paths kind of. Yeah. Went crisscross, but yeah, a little bit in the MLW. Uh, he was there with us a little bit, did some things for us, and we had him on AEW a couple he's times just, too. Yeah, he's just some run ins with AEW. Yeah, he's a cool guy, great guy in the business. Yeah, he really is. Good kid. Um, how about two more? You down for two more and we're out? Two more, and we're out. How about that? Two more. Uh, Mitchell says, Tony, who's your favorite Robin and who's your least favorite Robin? Well, <laughs> oof, oof. Actually, I, I think my favorite Robin is the Robin on Titans. Do you see Titans on DC? Uh, I've heard of it. I have not been able to watch it. Man, the kid that plays Robin, who goes on to be, become Nightwing on Titans, which is a uh, which is a show that started on DC Universe and then is now a part of uh, HBO Max, and they're coming out with another season. That Robin is a freaking badass. That's my favorite. Who is it? Don't, uh, God, uh, let me look him up. Uh, I, I can't believe, uh, I, I, if, if you haven't seen it, you really need to see Titans. It's animated, right? Nope. It's not. Oh, it's real. It's a, so do it. yeah, it's uh Brandon, Brandon, they, they waits, T a, they waits, T H W A I T E S. He plays Dick Grayson, uh, and, he, and he's Robin at the beginning. What have the, the story is? He is he's he's had enough of Batman. He leaves 
Gotham City. He goes to Detroit and becomes a cop. Oh. But he still cannot help himself about being a vigilante. And uh, then he uh, he's in this alley, one of the first scenes. He's in this alley, and uh, he jumps down, and they're all looking around for Batman say, where's Batman? Where's Batman? You mean it's just you? It's just Robin. You came without Batman. And he beats the fuck out of all of them. And he, when he walks away, he goes, fuck Batman, which I thought, which I thought was the greatest line a Robin could ever say. I was a Robin. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the best. That's a, that's a, that's a great show. And that's my favorite Robin. That really, okay. really is my favorite Robin. And I guess, and I, got, I guess my you least. You that guy just picked up by HBO? Yeah. It, it's like, uh, they, uh. Let's see, there has been, uh, oh gosh, there's been four seasons, I think, or three seasons, four seasons, and they're coming out with another one. It's on HBO Max. Okay. Yeah, it's called Titans. It's really... Uh, I haven't checked it out. I thought, for some reason, I thought it was an uh, animated show, which I'm not against. But... No, no. It's based on Teen Titans, which was an animated show. But this Oh, is, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, this is a real thing. He's my favorite Robin of all time. The least favorite Robin, well, I have to go back and, and think... Uh, it would be. I mean, uh, how how hard is it to mess up a Robin, though? Yeah. Well, I mean, you might have a favorite, but I feel like it's hard to go my least favorite. Yeah. What do you think? Okay. Uh, here's my here's my least favorite Robin. Um, <laughs> okay. It's Chris O'Donnell. Uh, only because they gave him some, really. Yeah, it's only because they gave him some some shitty lines to say. I don't know. I don't know what this means when I say it, but in my head, because I don't really know what. I mean, I know what Robin's supposed to look like. He didn't really look like a Robin either. Well, does that make sense? Yeah, that that does, and it's it's part of the. Movie. I consider him like a skinny, like a yeah. not as muscly guy, right? And Chris O'Donnell, like you know, he just looked like a bigger dude. I, I always felt like he just doesn't seem like a Robin. Yeah, it, to me, it's it's. I agree with that. As as well, but to me it's His like look. the look. It's like the lines too. It's like I want a car. Chicks dig the car. This is why. <laughs> no, this is why that's Superman, not Robin. This is why Superman works alone. I'm thinking Shh, next. <laughs> you know, and then he goes. Uh, then they land in the. Uh, then when he's with Val Kilmer, uh, they land in the water, and he says, uh, "Holy metal, Batman!" He goes, "What?" He said, "The metal. It's all holy." I'm thinking, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right last one. Yep. Um, and this is going to be, I'll give you the context, is because our buddy Conrad posted a picture of you standing in the Oz cape and said, yeah, ask Tony anything. So he wanted to know, yeah. Justin T, Mr. Justin T, Oz, Master Blaster Steel, and Vinny Vegas have a three-way match. Yeah. Who's going over? Oz is going over. Really? Yeah. Because there's no way you can give a guy that gimmick and that great of an entrance without putting him over. <laughs> if you go back and take a look at that, that entrance was unbelievable. We had Dorothy. We had the Tin Man. Incredible. We had the freaking Scarecrow. And we had pretty cool music to boot. And we had mm. Kevin Sullivan as the wizard with a monkey on his shoulder with a chain around his neck that he almost killed. 
It was one of the greatest entrances ever. Incredible. Yeah. It's got to be us. By the way, you, you wore that robe, and yeah. I wore that robe. Yeah. I The Oz never really got over, but I can tell you this. I posted it without any context. I just wore the robe. Yes. Put the picture up. Everybody knew it was the Oz King. Yeah. And it. I'm like, wait, how did he not get up? Like, everybody knows the Oz, but yep. the Oz didn't get over. I don't, I don't understand. Yep. That's it. What do you think? What do you think the disconnect was? Uh, he wasn't behind it. Probably. No, I had to be part of it. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Just maybe, didn't hit. Just didn't hit. Maybe it was too over the top. Maybe it was too much. You know, maybe it was too much. Maybe it was the wrong time. It's hard to say. I enjoyed it. I mean, cause everybody that's a, as a wrestling fan knows Oz. Absolutely. We all know Oz. You see that, you see that Cape and you go that, well, that's the Oz Cape. That's I mean, the, I know what that is, right. But he just, it just never got over. And of course, like we saw, I mean, I, I'm glad it didn't because Kevin Nash is Kevin Nash worked out. Sure did. I mean, the coolest motherfucker on the planet. Absolutely. In real life, and I mean, even if you meet him in real life, you're like, well, yeah, this is him. He's, he's the coolest fucking guy I've ever met. He's a cool motherfucker. You are right, brother. You're right, brother. <laughs> well, Tony, man, thank you for answering everybody's questions, brother. Thanks, Cassio. It's always, it like a champ. Boom. Always great working with you, as always. Uh, don't know if Conrad will be back next week or not. Don't give a shit, but we'll see. <laughs> Glad you said it. I didn't. Yeah. And, uh, as, uh, as we look at the clock on the wall, Cassio, uh, it looks like it's just about that time. And ladies and gentlemen, Cassio has taken the Polynesian sauce and he's dumped it all over his what? I'm not going to touch that. We're desperately out of time. We'll see you next week on what happened when we come to you Wednesdays on cumulus, but Mondays we come to you on Patreon.com slash WHW Monday or adfreeshows.com. Stay masked.